0: talk out there about mindset. You hear this is kind of almost a buzzword these days, and it is super important. So I want to focus on that. And I don't know if you know who Carol Dweck is. It's really, she's awesome. She's a Stanford University psychologist who has decades of research on how a person's mindset affects achievement and success. And what's interesting is that her research shows that there are two mindsets that we all employ. And I want to talk about that today. There's fixed and there's growth. Now, a fixed mindset, people believe their basic qualities like their intelligence or maybe it's their talents are just are fixed traits basically and they spend their time documenting their intelligence or their talents instead of developing them and they also believe that talent alone creates success without effort and this is what's interesting is that these types of people with these types of mindsets feel even more defeated after a failure and step away from challenges outside their comfort zone now conversely there is the growth mindset and people with this mindset believe that you know their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work brains and talent are just the beginning and this view creates a love of learning and resilience. And it's essential for that accomplishment. And these types of people view challenges and failures not as rejection, not as, as something bad, but more as opportunities to grow and learn. And they actually persist despite the setbacks. That is huge. And this mindset is the hallmark of achievement and success. And Here's the thing, we all have some shades of both growth and fixed mindsets. Like I'm thinking about myself, for instance, I know there're certain areas where I just have this fixed mindset about things, math in particular, accounting. I think I'm just born that way, <laughs> and I know it's a blind spot for me. Um, but then there's other areas of my life where I really incorporate that growth mindset, and so it does depend on the situation. But if you cultivate a growth mindset, when it comes to love and dating and other areas of your life, you will see a huge improvement in your success in those areas. And so it affects how you lead. It affects how you manage, how you parent, and yes, how you date, how you show up in relationships. There was this client I worked with. I just think this, it was so fascinating to me because when she started coaching with me, she had a total growth mindset when it came to business. Okay. She was a, an entrepreneur. She had her own business over 15 years, built it from scratch, and she worked darn hard to get to the point where she was. And she was amazingly successful, well acclaimed, um, very, very well known, super comfortable networking. She would like nail business you know, interactions left and right. She was written up in magazines about being the top entrepreneur in her hometown. And when I asked her how she became successful, she often talked about, well, you know, she had a business plan. She learned from her failures. She was constantly learning and growing because her industry was constantly changing. And she had the philosophy that talent was only partially the equation and that the hard work is really what got her there. Now, what was astounding to me, and this is the reason why she was calling me, it was not for business, she had a complete opposite mindset when it came to love. She Blamed the universe for being unlucky in love. She would say things like, Oh, well, you know, the cards aren't, we're just stacked against her. The stars were not aligned in her favor. And she kept finding herself dating the same guy over and over and over again, only to find that they had a different mask on, but they were the same people underneath. And in the end, and here's the kicker, you know, by the time she was talking to me, she, she was at the end of this relationship, but she thought that the universe had brought her, her soulmate, she even used those words, only to find that after a lot of breakups, a lot of heartaches, this kind of push me, pull me interactions, the up and down moods of this guy, he was the same guy as the others. So then she gets on the phone with me and asks why am I so unlucky in love this sound familiar yeah well <laughs> it took a lot of work on herself to discover that she wasn't unlucky but she needed to institute the same plan that was successful for her in business which was that growth mindset and apply that to her dating life and you know one where it would take work. And so I told her that, you know, and so it took sweat, it took tears, and yes, a mindset switch. And she had to create new habits, like learning to express herself on dates, you know, do a lot of pattern disruptions, like cutting out people-pleasing behaviors. She had to create new strategies, like developing a new dating plan, just like a business plan that she had. But this time we had to do it with purpose intention so that she would get a different result and I'm happy to report of course that she did get rid of that last what I call pseudo soulmate and now has a growth mindset around dating and she's attracting guys that are way way different and she finally sees how she is responsible for creating her own luck and love so here's the thing, changing your mindset, your habits, your strategies to create success in all aspects of your life takes work. And you have to learn from your failures. And I have an amazingly knowledgeable guest who actually teaches this stuff. She is badass, What you hear what she does. She actually reconditions your internal blueprint to achieve what you want. She is a revenue strategist and business performance optimizer. I want to know in English what that means because I'm so not a business person, but it sounds awesome. She is a guide for conscious entrepreneurs ready to accelerate their impact and income by making their business perform 10 times better. Where were you when I started my business? And I know I still need you. Um, Over 12 years of experience in corporate America, she specializes in aligning visionary, game-changing entrepreneurs who are emerging as leaders with the most powerful mindset actions and strategies that propel them to the level of success they never knew they could achieve and this definitely applies to love so we are going to have a juicy conversation she has a ton of education she is definitely one of a growth mindset because she's constantly Getting educated with, you know, certifications in project management, results coaching, neurolinguistic programming. She even has a license in spiritual counseling, which is super awesome because she kind of integrates the creativity and intuition with facts and data approach. So I am super excited to talk to this badass, Melanie Benson.
1: Hello. Wow. I'm so excited to talk today about all this mindset
0: stuff. I love this. And we were just talking beforehand how we've known each other for a long time and our our lives have crossed many times and I think that this is such a perfect time to intersect as we like talk about this money and love thing and mindset and all of it. So
1: yeah, it's so interrelated, isn't it?
0: It it's so interrelated. Well, I I mean, obviously your your bio is so impressive, but I actually and I never asked you this, like, how did you get here? Mm. <laughs> like, what was your personal story to yeah. do what you're doing? Well,
1: um, you could probably say
0: I started my business with
1: a fixed mindset.
0: Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, am not the
1: was only one. My one? Favorite, it's one of my favorite mindset books, by the way. It's like, I tell everybody to read Growth Mindset because it's so it's such great research around how our mindset sets us up to either get the results we want and enjoy the process or to feel frustrated and, you know, angry about what's not working organically. And it's, it's such a pivotal piece of the puzzle, but you know, my journey, I started in corporate America and I spent a lot of time trying to figure out why I didn't fit in, why, you know, everybody else was so excited to come to work and I dreaded it and um, I, I kind of stumbled into this world of coaching in a completely weird way where I was kind of searching for what was going to like light my fire and help me feel fulfilled. And I started to take some personal development courses. And, and so, you know, I was searching for clues, which is, I think where that growth mindset kicks in mm-hmm. Because when we know we, we don't know it all. And we're, we open back up to learning and growing again. I think that's where What we need and want shows up in our life, but we have to watch for clues. And so I started to look for clues of what would I want to do if I didn't do what I was doing then, which by the way, had absolutely no job description. I felt completely unemployable. I had no idea what I would do out there in the world. But I started to realize this this experience of going for a goal and figuring out how to become the person they could pull off something that was so much bigger than I knew how to do. So it it would be outside my comfort zone and it it would be like one of those unreachable goals. You know, those goals where you feel like, Oh my gosh, I have no idea how to do this. I have no idea what it's going to take. How on earth would I do it? And a lot of people just close that door in that moment. Mm -hmm. But I loved like breaking through that door and proving to myself and everyone around me that I could do things that no one knew I could do. And that's what really kind of got me into having my own business was I started to realize like, wow, you know, I think this is called coaching <laughs> and there's like a whole industry out there. And this is something I could do on my own. And, and I just, I set a crazy bold goal and, got the support I needed to figure out what having my own business would look like. And how do I become the person who makes money on my own? And that was what my coaching program was for. And so this was almost 20 years ago. Wow. And it took a while to get it all figured out. And I think that's the thing, you know, I'd love that you opened up with growth mindset because I think Mm -hmm. that's where our mindset is so, so important in the beginning. I didn't have a mindset for success, I had a mindset to be an employee.
0: Yes. Oh my God. Yes.
1: And so whatever Mm. result we have, whether it's in dating or it's in money, it's just in, in, you know, love and relationships, it's in success. You can take any size of our life, whatever results we're getting right now, whether we want them or not, that's what our mindset is programmed for. And so I literally just became obsessed with figuring out how could someone achieve any goal they set, whether it's relationship, it's a, uh, writing a book, it's, you know, creating a TV show, it's doing anything mm. they set their mind to that's big. How do you become that person that can pull that off?
0: I, I so love this and it was funny when you were talking about the employee mindset versus <laughs> versus the entrepreneur. And and I think that again it does relate to the you know, dating situation because it's like you can get stuck thinking that this is the guy or this is the girl that you deserve and that you can't have anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, like so you might stick with somebody who's safe but not exactly healthy or or good for you, but it's just what you know already. And I remember thinking that when I was a therapist, like I would never in a million years think that I would have done what I'm doing now. And and so this is what I wanted to ask you. And I'm sure when you work with clients, like do you have a process that you walk people through to help them get into that growth mindset so that they're not stuck in, you know, where they think they have to stay. I do.
1: and you know, Sometimes <laughs> it's customized depending on what level someone's working with me. Uh-huh. And and by the way, it's evolved over the years, right? Yeah. In the very beginning, I didn't really tackle mindset head on. I tackled business growth head on. Like my claim to fame was, how do I get someone making six figures or more? Mm-hmm. And how do I do it in a way that they're not overwhelmed all the time? So that was kind of my, my thing. But I realized and I'm sure you can relate to this. There was a lot of people that was, were getting in their own way. Like their thinking uh, yes. was causing them to put the brakes on and, and not follow through or procrastinate or talk themselves out of what they wanted. Right. And everything I'm saying, could we not just apply it right into dating, right into relationships, right into making money,
0: right? <laughs> like whatever. It's all, right. Exactly. Yeah. And so,
1: yeah, so it's evolved over the years. For a long time, I just worked on recoding people's money mindsets once I realized how important it was. But again, it didn't feel completely integrated to the whole process. And so Mm -hmm. now what happens is when somebody comes into working with me is I take them through like an evaluation and I ask them a series of questions designed to help me and them really get clear what is their mindset Uh, dictating in their life. Because, and let me just take a step back for a second and say that I believe that we all have a program called what's my paradigm of possibility. Mm. And think of it like you enter into a room and what you see in that room is what you believe is possible. And then
0: Uh if you
1: want to go to a different room, like you realize the type of people I'm dating are not right, or I'm not making kind of money, or I don't have a career that's fulfilling, whatever that thing is we want, we know we got to either go to a bigger room or we got to go to a bigger castle. But what happens is our mindset is stuck in that room of what we believe is possible.
0: And oh my so god. Well we wait, can have, I stop you for a second cuz yeah. it's so weird that you're saying this. I literally and I had a conversation, maybe I even said this on another podcast, that metaphor the room, I I call them the the matrix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so in in dating, it's the same thing that you're talking about like people have what I call a certain like matrix that they're in when it comes to dating. So they'll like take the same road or they'll go to the same party or the same bar and they'll see the same people. And it's not until they shift and like put a different pair of glasses on that they see the same environment, but with a different perspective. And suddenly they see guys, you know, or they'll see the girls, you know? So I think it's a little bit what you're talking about. So I love that you started there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, go on.
1: And, right, and no, I love it because again, there's so much similarity between our so you know, we could even just say that, yeah, you know, our, our the quality of our relationships, the quality of our financial life, the quality of our life overall, it's always going to be matching the level of mindset growth we're willing to do, hmm. and so one of the fastest ways I've always looked at, you know, how quickly can I assess my own health? My, my clients, you know, mindset health is what are the results they're getting right now? And Mm -hmm. it does it match what they want. And if not, is there some kind of limiting belief or fear, or are we, have we made up some stories and we're running around in life, proving those stories over and over and over again and collecting evidence, which AKA might also be called victim mentality or right, some other yeah, things yeah, that we yeah. talked about on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's how we can quickly assess, like, do we have the mindset for what we want now?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: one other little thing that I, I discovered in my own journey is that when I want something better, when I want something that I'm stretching into, like I know, and I can completely relate to the attracting the wrong mate's, over and over and over again, like for 30 years, right? Like right? Right, I attracted many of the wrong mates before I figured out how to attract the right one. What I had to look at was what was my set of beliefs and fears and ideologies and what was my paradigm of what I believed relationship was like and then become the person who, like all that exists in my life was that next level. And that means we have to do the mindset work first in order mm-hmm. to be the person that can attract that.
0: Yeah, that is, that's awesome. Okay. So, you know, and I, I believe that too. It's like before you can jump into giving somebody ideas of a different mindset, you have to understand where they're coming from first. And, you know, like, again, same thing when I'm working with clients with dating, but how do you get past like for you and your process, like how do you help them transform that like paradigm or the fears or the limiting beliefs that exist already? Mm-hmm. Do you have any like tricks?
1: Yeah. So, okay. So here's a really basic trick. And um, let's just say that in any situation, when you want to start attracting something that's bigger than what you've done before, right? Like, so it's Mm -hmm. outside your comfort zone, or it's a stretch, you're like, I have no idea how to get there. I, I always like to start with like, what's the boldest thing you could do to really shift it. And the, that is a very powerful mindset reconditioner, because most of us do the safest thing. We do the thing that's the yes. least risky, right? We do the thing that's the least scary. We do mm-hmm. this little baby step. And again, sometimes we do have to start there, but you will see after repeated repeating a bunch of these incremental baby steps and you're like, I'm not going anywhere very fast. And you're getting right. pushed because everything's going so slow. That's when I call, that's when I say it's like time to call in the bold move. And uh-huh. this is how you shatter what you feel like has been limiting you. And so, you know, like when I'm working with clients on the business side, one of the things that might happen is they're terrified to make sales calls. Like this is one of the biggest things, right? You've got to follow up with leads. You've got to reach out, you've got to pitch yourself, right? Like, and you know, there's a uh, correlation to dating that I'll make in a minute, but the boldest thing they might do is pick up that phone when they would rather do like a trip to the dentist, right? Like I'd yeah.
0: rather
1: go like <laughs> right. work out at the gym than actually pick up that phone. And, and we, you know, I see people all the time procrastinate that. And so I always say you start with a bold move and then if you find they won't do the bold move, like the procrastination's too high, the fear's too great, they come up with 70 reasons why it won't work, then what I do is I start reconditioning the thought patterns. And so this is something I do in my Own Your Bold program with every single person that comes in as we look at their goal, we look at the bold moves they need to make to achieve that big goal. And then we start thinking of the mindset upgrades. I call them upgrades. Ooh, I like that. And, And so it might be as simple as I'm willing to believe I'm worthy of having a good relationship or today I'm willing to try one thing that scares me and And so, you know these are what we call bridges and and you know, just going into the law of attraction side for a minute, there's a lot of misnomers that affirmations alone are going to reprogram your mind, and yet, yeah, to some degree, they will teach you that you need to be thinking differently, but some people have had so much damage and so many repeated disappointments and so many fears that have wrapped around their life and their mind for so long that that is their reality. You have to bridge step out of, you know, feeling depleted and lacking self-esteem and all that into what's possible by taking I'm willing statements. Mm -hmm. You've got to like move towards it rather than try to leap into it a hundred percent. So you know, those are a couple things. There's, there's several awesome. things I customize, but I think that gives people a taste of what they could start to do today. Oh
0: my God, no, it, and that's huge, and it so resonates with like you know some of the stuff that I do with people too. And that, you know, it's putting people into action because it's one thing to think it and know that you have to do it, but it's another to do something that's so uncomfortable. And like I, there was this um, woman I was working with that I did a wing girl session, and a lot of people know what that is, but if you don't, it's. You know, I go out with you and I teach you how to flirt and interact with the world and actually, you know, get off your phones and meet people in real life. But um, the the fascinating thing with her is that she had a limiting belief and the mindset of that she was really painfully shy and the thought of walking into a group of people was just horrifying to her you know to, to have to actually smile and make eye contact with a guy she just didn't think she could do and she thought she she literally told me that she was gonna faint she's like can't like before we walk through the door she's like i think i'm gonna pass out and so you know again like she could have talked herself to death but to your point i i literally had to walk her through the door and give her some tools and have her act as if she was something different and walking towards something that she was uncomfortable with in order for her to kind of debunk her own myth, right? Mm-hmm. And so we did, we we crashed a party. I mean, I I threw her to the wolves. We went, we went into this like conference and we were networking and, and talking up a storm and I just saw her body language go from stiff to just complete relaxation and smiling and laughing and at the end felt so empowered. And what, what that did for her is that she, like you said, she, she reconditioned that pattern. You know, she's like, oh, I had a corrective experience here. So now I think I can try this maybe the next time I go out in my hometown. And she did, and it kept going and going. And so I love, I love that you're saying this. I think it just so resonates and it's very, um, you know, that boldness thing that you said, I, that It's that's fantastic. Do you have any stories that you've helped people with that? you wanted to share
1: with us? Yeah. Well, I, I was funny. I was just thinking of this funny story about like doing things that scare you. Yeah. And, um, I, I don't think we have time for me to tell it, but let's just say, you know, one of the greatest ways to become the person who's more social and doesn't feel like a wallflower is to put yourself in a situation where you have to do the thing that terrifies you the most. And, you know, mm. in, in my young 20-year-old days doing a lot of personal development courses, I got put in a lot of situations where I had to, like, buck up and do stuff that was so embarrassing and so terrifying. Like, they made me go dance with a blow-up doll on one of the <laughs> big, uh, dance clubs <laughs> in San Diego. So, like, doing stuff like that, you're like, yes. yeah, none of this is so bad anymore, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, um,
1: exactly. You know, I had a client one time who she, it's funny, like she was in a space where she really wanted to meet somebody. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes it's, you know, when you're working on business, money and relationships and success are always this triad, right? And, and so we were working on relationship and becoming the person who could attract the quality of man she wanted to meet was happening at the same time as becoming the person who could have the quality of prosperity she desired. Mm -hmm. And as she adapted more and more bold moves around money, like adapting more and more bold moves and being confident and courageous and letting herself shine a little bit more was easier in in relationship because Mm -hmm. I think there's this little switch that flips when you no longer need a man, but Uh. you want to attract somebody, right? And and we could flip this to you need a woman, right? But for Mm -hmm. women, a lot of times there's some financial stuff that gets tied up in there. And, like, as she became more confident with her relationship, I'm I'm sorry, with her money, she became more confident in allowing the right man in. And so, interestingly enough, she, you know, along the way, as we made her more profitable, Mm -hmm. she redesigned her vision of what the ideal relationship was like. And someone showed up in her life, and she'd kind of been putting him at bay because he didn't fit the picture, Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, like she shifted the picture. She shifted her paradigm of what was possible. Right. And they clicked and they started to Uh, date and almost a year later they were engaged because uh, she changed what she believed she needed in that mate and took some of the um, conditions off that she had held onto for years and years and years. And so, you know, I always see that like sometimes you have to play bold in one area of your life to teach yourself how to play bold in other areas of your life. And sometimes it's just simply like changing your mind and being willing to try something you've mm-hmm. been unwilling to do up to now is what opens the door to the very thing you've been looking for.
0: I love that. That is awesome. And and yes, and so true and I think the things that we struggle with those those fears and things that are uncomfortable is is something to me what means you need to go towards not away from you know because that means because it's scary, it's something either different for you, or maybe it's something you never experienced before, but that's how people shift and change. So, oh God, that's a great story around that. I love it. I, I thought you might like it. I thought oh, I it like I think-
1: <laughs> relatable for the listener.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. And I want to see a picture of you dancing with that thing. Well, uh- <laughs> There are no pictures. I think think we should post that with the podcast. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. just give everybody (laughs) inspiration.
1: But you know, my point is, is that you know, it's very easy to get stuck. Yeah, and our comfort zone is a very, very powerful thing. Mm -hmm. And our comfort zone is basically the zone in which we operate, where we we feel like, okay, yeah, I know how to do this, but anything that is Worth having like any goal, anything you know whether it 's like you 've been thinking about starting your own business or changing careers or mm. um, having the love of your life, and you know you 're not in it right now, but it 's really scary to leave it um, being more financially self sufficient whatever that goal is, or maybe even just being wealthy, maybe it feels so big and it feels so outside your comfort zone because you 've never done it before that 's when those like I call them the magic of bold moves like. What could happen if you let go of needing to know how to do it and you just decided you were going to have it and you just take one step every day towards it, whether that's hiring, you know, Kimmy or me or whoever like to, you know, I don't do the dating side. You do that side. I do the business side, but you know, like whatever you move towards, get help, just stay committed to keep moving towards it. Even if it looks like it's epically failing along the way, You are moving closer and closer. And at the end of that, it may not look the way you thought it would, but I guarantee you, you're exactly where you're supposed to be to get what you want.
0: I have nothing more. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you for like the last parting words of wisdom, but bam, you nailed it. Yeah. All right then. Yeah. I just want to recap. There's some things that you said that I just want to highlight that I think are so great. Like the tips that you gave, um, around like really pulling in and evaluating where you know you 're at in terms of your own mindset, you know what are your limiting beliefs, what are the results that you 're getting you know looking at your fears, your paradigm that 's so crucial before you start thinking about change. Get a really clear picture on where you're at now, that baseline. And then the, I just love that whole like, do the boldest thing that you can do, not the safest or, you know, the, the thing that you already know. Move towards it and recondition that thought pattern, you know, the mindset upgrade and the bridges that you talked about is just brilliant. So, Melanie, thank you so much. This is amazing. Did you have any? Yeah, do you want to like let people know how to find you? And you have this awesome podcast too that I want you to share.
1: Yeah, thanks. So my podcast is Amplifier Success, and we talk a lot about um, like what who we have to become, what are the strategies, and what what are the habits of high performing entrepreneurs and business owners and business leaders. So if you're in that niche of the world and and you're looking for some things to light you up and give you some really proven great tips like Kimmy joined us lately to talk about (laughs) style and success, which is really fun. So uh, that's at com, and you can find me at melaniebenson.com. We've got some great resources. Once in a while we feature some free resources and, You know, if it's appropriate, Kim, I can share something that ties into the bold. I'm actually writing a book on it, but the book's not out yet, but when it is, you'll find it there.
0: I won't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's not tell anybody. We'll keep it our secret. (laughs) everybody. Awesome. Awesome. I know you have some really cool programs. I was looking on your website, so definitely check it out. Again, thanks for joining me today. And this has been the Charisma Quotient. I am your host, of course, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, of course, go to my site, as always, seltzerstyle.com. And if you're looking to transform your mindset to one of growth when it comes to your love life, definitely sign up for a free breakthrough call with me, which you can book right here and click on the link in the show description. Because remember what we're talking about here, it takes dedication, it takes hard work and moving towards things that might be uncomfortable to achieve what you want. And then if you want to work on your business, you've got to head over to Melanie and with the one-two punch, you will completely change your life. And stay tuned until next week with more tips and how to feel and look fabulous every day.